He's a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. They bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent truth. Tr- 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 <laughs> welcome, welcome. You're now listening to the transparent truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. Friday matchup show. We got the semifinals in the Division One, and really semifinals all over the place. We got a really good show today. Excited to break down five games. We're talking St. John Bosco, Corona Centennial, probably the premier matchup in Southern California, but not to take a back seat, modern day Mission Viejo. How about CDM Corona Del Mar versus Bishop Alamany, Rancho Cucamonga? Versus Sierra Kenya. And then last, but definitely not least, how about the La Habra Highlanders taking on Grace Brethren? Really good slate of games here in the semifinals. Should be a lot of fun to talk about these games, talk about these players, these coaching matchups. Some intriguing one-on-ones going to be going down Friday night here in Southern California. You know I'm going to break it down for you. Before we, before I get to that, I have to remind you on this show, we have a Sleeper of the Week. Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. Okay, and we're back. Let's start off. Uh, Rancho Cucamonga, Sierra Canyon. Really like this matchup. Two prolific quarterbacks. Talking about Shaden Perry of Center, uh, excuse me, Sierra Canyon, and also the gunslinger, CJ Stroud, who has absolutely blown up his senior year after winning the Elite 11 this summer out in Texas. C.J. Stroud has absolutely dominated for Rancho Cucamonga. He has them in the semifinals, but it's not just him. Bolden is a very explosive athlete. They're very good up front in the trenches, no question about it. They get off the ball. They're physical in the run game. They protect C.J. in the pocket. And then they got a bunch of athletes on defense. I really like Rancho Cucamonga squad. But Sierra Canyon, they are battle-tested. Over the last two years, they've played one of the best schedules in all of Southern California. Led by Chayden Perry at the quarterback position, but they got a bunch of players. Quattro Sumlin, he's a big-time guy, there's no doubt. What about young D.J. playing offense? Defense, making plays. Sierra Canyon is a very good football team, and they have a lot of playmakers. This game, I think, is going to come down to the quarterbacks. And I've got to say, I think C.J. Stroud is more equipped 
just by being a little older, a little more experienced. It's his senior year. It's his time. I think Rancho Cucamonga gets it done in a high-scoring battle. I'm going to call this 45-42. Rancho takes out Sierra Canyon in the semifinals. That's my call. Let's move along. We we have La Habra Grace Brethren. Two teams, two schools on the opposite sides of Southern California. Grace Brethren, ground and pound. They want to... Five yards and a cloud of dust. They want to move the sticks on the ground, but they can also get up top. They got a very proven quarterback. He's got some weapons on the outside, but La Habra has the better athletes in this game, led by Clark Phillips, Bryce Phillips as well. Ryan Zanelli, we know what he can do with the peel. He's been lighting up the scoreboard himself. Uh, the lefty has been virtually unstoppable this year. It seems like he throws for three to five touchdown passes every game. And he has an array of targets to get the ball to. Who will be able to consistently stop the run in this game? Zanelli is a guy who really thrives in the play-action game. He loves to push the ball vertically up the seams and up the sidelines. Can Grace Brethren take away that play-action game by shutting down La Habra's run? On the flip side of that, La Habra, has, they've got to put on a little bit more tape on their wrist. they got to tighten up those chin straps, double knot those cleats. It's going to be a physical game up front against Grace Brethren. they got some big kids. They come off the ball with nasty intentions. La Habra, has, they have got to hold the point of attack, get off blocks, and limit the yards per carry that Grace Brethren um, has really dominated this year on the offensive side of the ball. With that being said, I think this is another close one. Both teams are battle-tested. Both teams have good athletes, but I think the star power of La Habra gets it done here. Clark Phillips on a late touchdown catch or a late pick six, and I think La Habra wins it. And I'm calling this game 35-31, La Habra over Grace Brethren. That is my call for that game. Let's move along. CDM Corona Del Mar led by Mr. Ethan Garbers. Ethan's a big-time player, man. I mean, this guy has put up numbers this year that have been staggering. But maybe none more staggering than his main target, on the outside, John Humphreys. This young fella has caught for over 20 touchdowns, I believe three years in a row now. I don't know what the record is in Southern California, but he's got to be closing in on it. John Humphreys is a special football player, but there's more than Humphreys there. They've got tight ends that can play, Division One players. They've got an offensive line that gives great protection. Alamany, they're going to need to use their speed and space to attack CDM Vertically and horizontally, led by, of course, quarterback junior 2021 class Miller Moss. Can Miller Moss spread the ball around enough to keep the defense honest and really use every portion of the field to create room for his playmakers? Kevin Green is an outstanding target on the outside. Speedy wide receiver. Love to get him the ball early and often in the catch and run game. Jalen Smith has come on strong as a receiving target, making some big plays down the field. I love Floyd Chalk in the backfield. Uh, you know, Alamein's a very good football team, but CDM looking to get back to the CIF championship this year. This is going to be a great game. 
I'm going to go with Alimany here. And I don't know if this is an upset or not, but I'm going to go with Alimany. But I like this one as another high-scoring game in the semifinals. Not much defense being played here in the semifinals, but high-scoring game. I'm going with Alimany, 38. CDM, 34. That's my call. 38-34. Alimany over CDM. Moving along to the championship. We're going to move to modern-day Mission Viejo. Um, Intriguing matchup for a couple of reasons. Number one, Peter Costelli, really good game last year, finishing off the Survive Friars, a, a battle um, that really went down to the wire versus Survive. But Costelli, not just using his legs, but also using his arms to throw the ball down the field and make some big completions late in the game to really extend the lead for Mission Viejo. I love the way Mission Viejo's offensive line played as well. They get off the ball, very physical. They've got a young physical running back in the backfield. Love the targets that Mission Viejo has. Uh, you know, Maven Anderson is a big time speed weapon. You know, in the catch and run game or down the field, he can take the top off the defense. But they got the big six three kid. I'm forgetting his name right now, but he's a player. He's a big target. He gets his hands on a lot of balls, and he's a guy that uses his body to box out defenders. Not a great athlete per se, but just a guy who can get open and catch balls and a security blanket for Costelli. Modern day. They got a loaded defense. You better look out for Ray John Davis coming off that edge. Costelli is going to need to use his athleticism. I think the coaches have to do a great job of moving the, the, the launch point for Costelli. Don't just set him in the pocket. Move the launch point. Get him away from that pass rush. Have field reads. You got to be able to uh, stress modern day down the football field. Modern day gave up some big plays in last week's quarterfinal game against uh, Bishop Amat gave up some big plays to Dyson McCutcheon. I think Bishop Viejo can do some of the same things, but it cannot be sitting from the pocket all day. Modern day's just too good up front. They've got to be able to get Costelli out the pocket. He's got to be able to make some plays with his legs and his arms. On the flip side of that, I want to spot shadow. Um, Mascarenas loved him. The middle linebacker, very, very physical. Really liked his demeanor, his nastiness. When he comes down, he'll make a hit. And then Ryder Fitch, very impressive. Uh, I was I was told about this kid a while back, and I uh, was very impressed with him last week going head-to-head with maybe the top sophomore wide receiver in the country, which is uh, T-Mac about a survive. But Ryder Fitch, man, very competitive, very fiery. But I love his ability to make plays on the football and be aggressive in, defensive, in the defensive backfield. Um, really <clears throat> putting himself in position between the ball and the man, and really just a guy that's scrappy, scrappy, Ryder Fitch. Uh, it'd be anxious to see how he matches up with those modern day receivers. At the end of the day, I think modern day just has too much for Mission Viejo. Bryce Young, he won't be stopped. And then Quincy Craig is more than just a capable running back. He's a guy that can make people miss and break the big one. Marcy yes. He's also very, very dependable. He has an explosive first step out of the backfield, hitting the corner and getting the edge. Modern day, they have a wealth of receivers on the outside, led by the senior Cody Epps, who's having a historical year for modern day. Don't forget about Keon Hudson Ware. Check, check. Kyron Hudson Ware, um, who... 
you know, is as talented as anybody on that modern day offense outside of Bryce Young. So um, that modern day offensive line, that'll be a good matchup versus this Michigan Viejo defensive line. Now I say good, meaning, you know, this Michigan Viejo defensive line with uh, Neely and uh, Logan Schwenke. They are very aggressive. They got very good size. These are college-level Division I football players. But they're going against probably the best offensive line in the country. George Mikey Hine, Miles Morale, Ty Marks, Bolu. They, they're just a problem. This modern-day offensive line is, is so good. And they've played the, some of the best players and the best units in the country, and they didn't get phased not one bit. So I'm thinking they're going to handle Mission Viejo up front. And I don't think Michigan Viejo will be able to cover modern day down the field. If I'm Michigan Viejo, I'm sitting back in coverage. I'm forcing modern day to run the football and throw quick screens all day because they don't have the athletes to match up down the field. So uh, I got to I got to make a pick. I'm going to go with modern day 49. Check modern day. It's, it's going to be hard to keep modern day in check. They're going to have to. Move the football. Michigan Viejo's got to move the football and keep Monterey off the field. I'm going to say Monterey 49, Michigan Viejo 17. 49 17 and um, 49 24. I think it'll be around, right around there. Michigan Viejo might keep, may keep it close for a half. Monterey just too much explosive firepower on offense and the ability to get after the quarterback on defense or make plays with the ball in the air. Monarchs roll right into the finals. Speaking of finals, let's get to our last semifinal matchup. We have St. John Bosco playing Corona Centennial. These, these teams have met, met six times out of the last seven years in the playoffs, which is staggering for me. Nevertheless, the Bosco Braves coming in with DJ Uyanlele, the big Uso. Thought, tossing that pill around all over the yard. We know his receivers, Hudson, Loya, Collins, McDuffie. We got a bunch of them. But I think it's the running game. It'll be the running game for Bosco. And I think a lot of a lot of what happened last week versus Calabasas was the running game. Speedy, Sam Beast, those guys have got to take the pressure off of DJ. And DJ doesn't have to win the game with his arm. Bosco has a physical offensive line. Drake Metcalf is a stud. We all know it. Ernest Green is a star in the making. Don't forget about, you know, Big Maximus Gibbs. They got a bunch of Logan Bednar. They got a bunch of dudes up there, right? Edward Riley. They can all go, okay? But Centennial is going to load this box. And if you know Centennial, their defensive coordinator, he loves to bring numbers. He's going to bring pressure. He's going to load that box up. He's going to try to get after DJ. Now, everyone knows I have been critical of DJ when he gets pressure. He seems to panic a little. He's got to stay calm in the pocket, make sure his protections are set, get the ball out quickly. But first, he's got to read the field, understand where his matchups are, understand where the gifts are and he's got to go take his gifts when they present themselves Centennial has a shot in this game I don't think Centennial gets blown out right off the bat Corey Foreman versus Drake Metcalf 
is going to be a matchup, or Ernest Green. That's going to be a matchup. That's good. Both of those offensive guys are really good football players. Corey Foreman is a man-child. They're going to need to provide some help for whoever has to block him. Okay, that's number one. Number two, that pressure. Bosco has got to come with their screen game. Their screen game has got to be effective. Okay, I'm talking Hudson on the jailbreak, Speedy on the swing screen. They got to get that ball out. They've got to get the ball out. Don't leave DJ sitting in the pocket with the blitz bearing down on him. That's not a good look for Bosco. Okay. Um, what about the Centennial offense? Mikaele, Retzlaff, Freeland, whoever's in the backfield running their option game, tossing the pill around, they got to get the ball to Gary Bryant. Too many times versus modern day over the last couple years, they haven't been able to get the ball to Gary Bryant, whether it's because Elias Ricks was on him or just because they couldn't connect or Jalen Davies was on him. They got to get the ball to Gary Bryant. They got to get him the ball on reverses, put him in the backfield if you have to and toss it to him, throw him some screens. You got to get him the ball. He's your most explosive player. You got to get him the ball, and you got to get him the ball immediately when that game starts. Confidence will be key. Because Centennial got whacked by modern day in that first game, confidence for Centennial will be key. They got to get off to a fast start. And I think if they get off to a fast start, that confidence will grow and grow, and they'll believe they're supposed to be in this game and possibly win this game. But to do that, they have to pressure DJ. They got to bring it up the middle. They got to bring it from the edges. They got to bring it from the secondary. Yeah. In addition to that, they have to stay on top of those receivers. It's okay if you give up a curl and out. Make tackles. Don't get beat because you're sitting back in coverage, in man coverage, and DJ's throwing a 50-yard post route on the line. Okay. That's not how you want to be beaten. Centennial, if you're going to get beat, get beat your way. Bring in the pressure. Bring it all night long. Run and hit that big Uso as many times as you can. That's your best bet to win. Bosco, I think their running game needs to be efficient. I think DJ needs to make good decisions in the pocket and get the ball out early versus the pressure. I think if they get the ball out early versus pressure and they establish their physical run game, I think they run away with this one. But if the Huskies bring that pressure and get DJ moving those feet and getting him off of his spot and knocking him around, they've got a chance to spring the upset. Nevertheless, I've got to make a pick. I love the Centennial Huskies. Love Coach Matt Logan. And I love St. John Bosco, Coach Jason Negro, but I got to make a pick. So here we go. This is what I think will happen. I think Centennial will have some success on offense. I also think they'll get home to DJ a few times in that backfield. But I think with DJ's maturity and his ability to bounce back from negative plays, his ability to see coverage 
understand his protections and get the ball out quickly, I think he'll figure out that Centennial defense. I think the Bosco staff will make adjustments that are necessary. And I think Bosco goes on and gets the win. And I'm going to call this Bosco 38. Check. Bosco. Check, check. Bosco 41. Centennial 31. I think it's going to be a pretty close here. 41-31. Bosco over Centennial. Now, I know you Centennial fans are not going to be happy with me, but I got to do my job. Um, but I'm looking forward to matchups. I'm looking forward to Gary Bryant, Chris Hudson. That should be a lot of fun. Okay. I'm also looking forward to Corey Foreman, DJ Uyanlele. That should be a lot of fun. These are national acclaimed matchups, right? Nationally acclaimed matchups. Anywhere in the country, people will want to see those uh, guys get after one another. So that should be fun. Um, but. Hey, I had to make my pick, 41-31. Bosco gets it done. Bosco to meet Modern Day in the CF Championship game for the 85th time in a row next week. That's my call. Thank you so much for joining me here on The Transparent Truth. As always, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool. <laughs>